I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here at the Ranger Report podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the World Series champion, Texas Rangers, from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter, Tyler Nielsen, and C.J. Berryman. 
Welcome to the Ranger Report podcast, your source of all things Texas Rangers on the fans first fans first sports network. We are brought to you by Walton's Walton's everything but the meat and as well as Dallas Sports Nation. And we are coming to you from the Preferred Health Solutions online studio. Uh, I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the X thing. And I am Tyler Nielsen. You can find me on the X at TPN1983. And we have another guest here, another good friend of mine from uh, from my younger younger days up through high school and whatnot, and even college that I failed at and whatnot. Uh, if the first time, the first time I failed out, but uh, I got that fixed. Now I have two degrees, so it's all good. But <laughs> I just took took bail on that first time. Corey Bartles, he's also Tyler's cousin, so Tyler's related. Everybody, Corey, how you doing today? <laughs> doing well, man. How are you guys? Good. Doing all right. Tomorrow's it's tomorrow's Friday, so I'm I'm ready for it. That's for damn sure. Yeah, buddy. Uh, let's start off Me with uh, the obvious. A certain Texas Ranger, former Texas Ranger, the other day was announced the first ballot Hall of Famer, and it was unanimous. Adrian Beltre is going to the Hall of Fame. Well, well deserved. It's kind of rare these days that you know some of these old well some of the old riders are now not not. Uh, participating anymore so that helps because they don't believe that any first timer should ever get in but uh which is bullshit but anyway so yeah beltray's in first time hall of famer he joins joe mauer uh as well as uh who was the other one uh todd hilton todd hilton i'm sorry yeah todd hilton i was thinking of uh uh it doesn't matter. Todd Hilton. And so just three are getting in. Adrian Beltre is one of them. Tyler, that had to be some music to the ears to hear that. Well, it was a foregone conclusion, as we know. I mean, he was a first-time Hall of Famer. He's one of the best to ever do it at his positions. Um, I think he garnered, what, 95.1% of the votes. Uh, a lot of people said it should easily have been 100%, but I was like, you can't give him 100% when Derek Jeter didn't even get 100%. Right. Nobody's ever gotten 100% that I can recall, so. Uh, don't see it happening, but you know what? He got in, and we already knew it was good for Todd Hilton. Uh, Todd Hilton was well-deserved, and for Joe Maurer. Um, I think that's a great draft class, you know, having those three guys in. It's a really great class, and especially Adrian Beltre. We love the dude. Todd Hilton was a uh, backup quarterback for Peyton Manning. He was. They went to Tennessee. Yep. All right, uh, Corey. So, uh, Corey, this this kind of pissed me off, this – uh. One of the old riders didn't vote Adrian Beltre in because he said he's not a guy that you said, oh, I got to pay. I have to I really need to go pay to watch him play. And to me, that's bullshit. As somebody <laughs> who who uh, who watches the Rangers and goes in and watches them, Adrian Beltre was a guy that you would love to go and pay and watch play, wasn't he? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, all time. Great. He's well deserved to get it. First ballot Hall of Fame. You know how many people in the past have have tried and tried for years and not gotten in. And it, it just shows the, you know, what all the voters think of putting them in first ballot. Absolutely yeah. Amazing. He was, he was definitely. And if, if that's what your reasoning is to be honest, to vote in hall of famers, then Josh, Josh Hamilton's a hall of famer, you know, that nah, right. doesn't make any damn sense. Adrian Beltre. <laughs> okay. This is just some of his, 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 his numbers here to end his career. He ranks at the top of several all-time lists among third basemen. He has the most hits, 
3,166. The most played appearances, 12,130. And RBIs, 1,707. He also had 477 home runs. Just He probably could have been one of those guys that went out there and played with the shitty team for two years and got his 500, but he he wasn't that type of dude. He's like, I'm done, I'm done. Uh, also <laughs> had 30, 636 doubles and five gold glove awards. So wow. – Yes, and uh, there's there's another stat that I was trying to remember. Oh, uh, he's only the third third baseman in in league history, along with George Brett and Wade Boggs, to reach the that's correct mark. So yeah, wow. to tell me that that dude is not worthy of being a first ballot Hall of Famer, come on now. <laughs> Come well, even even I mean, even if you drop all of his accolades, everything he's accomplished in the big leagues, what he brought to an MLB team. I mean, he was a team player. Players love to be around Adrian Beltre and in the even clubhouse. His, even his opponents love to be around him. Exactly. And he, I mean, he was just fun to play with. Uh, he brought that winning um, spirit with him every single day to the ballpark. But I mean, the numbers, like you said, they speak for themselves. And he's hands down a first teamer and the and the voters got it right. They did, and it just to to watch him play the way he played, the way he enjoyed playing, the way he brought that joy to others with him and Elvis Andrews, and the little tiff that not tiff but fun back and forth that he had that with Felix Hernandez, you know, with the Mariners, and they were oh, yeah. back and back in Seattle and just watching them talk smack to each other and try to get that, that's what a guy. The guy like that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, especially when you have the career overall that Adrian Beltre had. A guy like that that just that be, and you see him on the base paths uh, with with opponents. You know when he's on the base paths or with, if they're on the uh, they're on third base with him, he's joking around with them, making them laugh. I mean, he's just having fun playing baseball, Corey. It makes us reminds <laughs> us of when you and I uh, were in Little League and we won the uh, or not Little League, we were at T-ball. T-ball, and uh, yeah. we we won the we won the T-ball championship. Just having fun cheated. playing the game. Just having fun. <laughs> just having fun playing the game. Uh, oh, do you sure. remember that, Corey? And it, oh, doesn't, yeah. that, doesn't that doesn't that isn't that the way baseball is supposed to be played? Of course, man. Yeah, that was many moons ago. But man, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, players like that are just a joy to watch. I mean, you know, going to games back in the day and and seeing him. What did when did he retire? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, was 19 or, or was it 18 or 19? Yeah, yeah, going going him, yeah just following 2018 season, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, just great one to watch. Uh, it's awesome to see a ranger in the hall of fame, yeah. And it's it's what's funny, there's a funny story to go along with it, too. He was signed just before his 16th birthday, which is obviously illegal. In America, because you can't go to work, <laughs> you can't. You're not even legally able, aged to work when you're if you're not 16. So they and they the MLB penalized him, but they kept him. And he debuted with the Dodgers at age 19 and never went back wow. down. Age That's 19. That's did nuts. you see? Did you see the interview they did with him? Uh, his Hall of Fame interview. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're asking him. They were like, "Well, I mean, it's 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 hilarious because they're asking him. You know, what cap are you going to dump? You know." When you're in the world, when you're in the Hall of Fame, you know, are you going to wear a Dodgers because you were brought up by the Dodgers? Or are you going to wear a Rangers? And he just laughs. He's like, that's not for me to answer. He's like, that's for the Hall of Fame to tell y'all. So <laughs> he's already made up his mind where he's he already knows he's wearing a Ranger hat going into the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the only thing allowed to touch his head whenever he goes into the Hall of Fame. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we'll transition over to just a little bit of news before we get to, to story time with Corey. Uh 
a role this Chapman, no longer a Ranger. And, and it's just kind of one of those, if you're a Rangers fan, you just say, okay, whatever. Uh, he signed a $10.5 million deal. One year with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And, you know, it, at first it was fun. It was fun because he'd come in throwing 102, 103 miles an hour and, and smoking guys. But then the playoffs came along. And my God. Uh, it, it was, yeah. yeah. So it just, it was one of those deals. And you look at the guy that we gave up to get him from the Royals. My so, buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyler Nielsen's new BFF, Cole <laughs> Reagans, who is. <laughs> I don't see him going back down to the minors. I don't see him going back to a bullpen. I see him uh, thriving there in Kansas City and and making a you know the beginning of a solid starting pitching career. But um, let's talk about Chapman and and again it was it was neat to have that. But in the again in the playoffs, it, I didn't I didn't think you know early season and uh, Jose Leclerc and Josh Spores would give me more heart attacks than Aroldis Chapman did in the playoffs, but he did. Sure. Go ahead, Tyler. Well, I think the Pirates. Absolutely overpaid him $10.5 million for a guy that you can't trust coming out of the pen. I mean, yeah, he's got filthy stuff when he's on, but when is that going to be? You know, you never know with, with Chapman. Um, at least he's got a running mate in Pittsburgh. He's got Martin Perez there to, yeah. to be there with him now. So I guess the Pirates are kind of being like the Royals now. I guess they like former Ranger players, and they're kind of trying to get all the players from us. But that's fine. Uh, you know what? Chapman, he brought us a World Series. Like every player, they contributed in some way. So thank him for doing what he did, even in the worst times. You know, he's a World Series champion, and I wish him nothing but the best of luck. Yep. I mean, it's not like he was a bad dude or anything. Yeah. Uh, just, he, right. just, he just gave us all heart attacks every time. Corey, you mm-hmm. watched the playoffs. You went to a couple games in the playoffs, which we'll talk about in a minute. You're not allowed to go back. Um <laughs> uh, so talk about talk about uh, when I rolled this Chapman came in to to pitch. It just you just had a See, nervous a, feeling. It didn't matter. I'm a I've always been a Chapman fan. I was glad when the Rangers got him. Uh, he started off strong, um, but then yeah, he got hit or miss there. You know, in the playoffs, and he'd get into jams, full counts, bases loaded type stuff. And uh, luckily, he got out of him quite a bit. But yeah, you would just hold your breath when he came up. Like, okay, what's he going to be throwing? Uh, how does he look the first few pitches? And then you'd know kind of what you're going to expect. Is he going to be out quicker or sooner rather than later? Or is he going to, you know, last a whole inning or a couple, uh, it just hit or miss. And yeah, seeing him go to the pirates is interesting, but, uh, I mean, he did give us a a ring. So it's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for your contributions. Now. Uh, yeah, it was just one of those deals where he'd come in and you didn't even know when he was going to throw a strike or even if he was going to throw throw it to the catcher if it was going to hit the dirt at 102 miles an hour. <laughs> but he'd I come mean, in just dripping with sweat. I mean, oh, he would just be yeah. pouring, and it's like, gosh, what are you going to get out of him? I and mean, then he's, ho- totally, yeah. it's yeah. seeping out of his jersey and everything. I'm like, gosh, he's already wore out before he even freaking steps on the mound. <laughs> and then he comes out, and he's throwing still 103. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I would not want to be in the box facing that dude. No, and I wouldn't swing. I'd just stand there at the very Me back too. corner, back the very back corner as far away from the plate as possible and play dodgeball. No, I would just lay in the box, CJ, and play dead. <laughs> That's exactly how I would do it. I'd be I'd just be trying yeah. to dodge the thing because I you know we didn't know where it was going. So yeah. <laughs> if it starts coming at you, just boom, hit the dirt. Can you imagine man. getting hit by 103 mile an hour. Oh, fastball? he hit a hundred he man. hit what's his name with the diamondbacks with them. Yeah, you got him right in the ribs. Yeah. Oh, no, it was in the it was so in the bad. back of back of. Oh, his, it was in the back. back. Yeah, it was in the, in the back, back of his leg, his leg, and there's a <laughs> the bruise. It like covers his entire thigh, inner thigh. Yeah. Oh, I bet it man. does. 
Yeah, but that would sting yeah. for a few days, man. 104 yep. directly to the. Was meat, that what man. it was? 104. Yeah, that's wow. not even close to his all-time fastest, Corey. His fastest no. like 106.7. He Damn. was younger. He he yeah, his younger days. He was hitting close to 107. He could he could hum it. All right. So now it's time for what everybody's been waiting for. After we take a quick break, uh, we're going to get make some paintings here real quick, and we'll start talking uh, some stories with Corey Bartles. You are listening to the Ranger Report podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the Ranger Report podcast. Uh, I'm here with Tyler and Corey, and now it's 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 story time. So uh, we're going to start with, with uh, Corey's losing streak in an important game. Corey, you went to two games this playoffs. Right. Both they lost. Right. And you also had one before that in 2011 that you went to and they lost. So right, talk right, about right. the – Talk, talk about those three games. Was it three or was it more than that? Uh, it's three baseball games. But a pessimist will say, hey, you know, you lost all the games you went to. But we every playoff game I've ever been to, we either win the game and in football or win the series. So I'm batting a thousand in my eyes. Man. <laughs> all right. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> talk about that. You uh, talk about the, the first one. Obviously, the first time or was that second time the Rangers have been in the World Series. Uh, so. 2010, uh, 2010 ALCS against the Yankees. I went to yeah. game one with my dad. 2010. And yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a great game, man. A um, bunch of back and forth, and, yeah, we just ended up losing it. Um, and then, yeah, th- this season went to the ALCS game five against the Astros, and we were up going into the bottom of the ninth, and freaking Altuve, Altuve. hit that homer, man. 
but the fans were going nuts. It, I sat right behind home plate, and it's one of the coolest experiences I ever had. Just the the atmosphere was rocking. Not as much as a World Series, but man, when, whenever he hit that bomb after all the fans talking crap to him, holy moly, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was it was amazing to see. But yeah, right so, at the bottom of the ninth, it's hard to <laughs> hard to hard to lose that one. Hard to swallow. Yep. And then the World Series game with Tyler. Yeah, that was yep. a, that was a game blast. Game two with Tyler. Game two. Yeah, yep. game two. Tyler, yep. yeah, talk about that and how that all got set up. Because Tyler just texted me one day, "Hey, I'm going to the World Series tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> what? That's pretty much how it happened. That's exactly yep. how it happened. It's just, it's hey, I'm going, to, I'm going to the World Series tomorrow. <laughs> so. I mean, it's something that's always been on my bucket list. And I went to the ALCS. I'm like, "Hey, man." Uh, looking at tickets and standing room only, you know, or, you, you know, no seats, you can walk around. Uh, they were not too expensive, but yeah, I mean, it was thousands of dollars for where I would have sat in, you know, ALCS, but yeah, it was a cool experience. We flew in that night before they were playing game one when we got in and the crowd was rocking, man. You know, that, that come from behind wind that they got in, in game one. Yeah. We uh, were texting, t- texting Tyler. Once y'all landed, y'all probably Tyler had like, 20 notifications <laughs> but he said that the, he said that the, I had a shit the pilot the pilot came on and, and announced it when y'all landed too and what the score was that was cool right yeah i mean it's it freaking phenomenal experience getting to just go to game two and and seeing the crowd and just being there part of the even though we got our ass kicked game two you know it was just still amazing to see and it's something i'll never forget tyler yeah, I think, you know, when I, another thing about the World Series game, too, that I'll never forget is being there with my brother, Corey. You know, I don't consider Corey a cousin. We've always considered him a brother. And uh, just to get, you know, just me and him, just two guys just sitting there bullshitting, having some beers, having fun. Uh, maybe a few too many on my end. But um, it, it's something I'll never, you know, I, I think about it every day. You know, I always go back to that day. I'm like, you know how cool that was, you know, being at Texas Live and, Right. Just yeah. doing everything. Yeah, everything. It was just a, up there. It looked, looked like it was so much fun. Yeah. And, and like Corey said, you know, I'll give him, I'll give him credit where credit's due. I mean, yes, every game that he's been to, it seems like the big, you know, big games, they lose, but they end up winning the series. So fortunately the, for me, uh, me and him, we got to see their only loss in the world series, but they went right. on to be the world series champions. So yep. um, I guess from now on, if we ever get into a big division series, Take Corey there. Let him lose so we can win the series. Go early. Don't go in a game deciding game. You're right. No shit. Yeah. No, no deciding. Yeah. No deciding game. Go early in the series. Well, and it's funny because looking back on it, Corey talked about going to game one, which would have been awesome when that's when Garcia hit the walk-off. Yeah. But if we would have gone to game one, but we were like, well, we'll just we're kind of going back and forth. And we're like, we'll go to the Saturday's game. But it was fun. The atmosphere. Like Corey said, it's freaking. I don't know how the atmosphere was at the ALCS, but I know the World Series was freaking electric. The World Series was a a level above for sure. I mean, you're playing for the whole enchilada, right? I mean, for everything. And yeah, it it was cool to see. And we yeah, and we're sitting there right there. We're at our standing room. Yeah, y'all got the the, the space stupid helmets. (laughs) Got on the big jumbotron screen, like freaking (laughs) never forget. Tyler was on. Tyler was on the news. Well, so was Corey. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't remember seeing Corey. I just remember seeing Tyler <laughs> yep, with the yep. beer in his hand. <laughs> yeah, well, it was funny because we because I was saying I put up four because I was gonna I was saying we're gonna sweep Arizona in four, right. and I didn't think we were gonna lose a game in that series to be honest. And then I was like, shit, we lost game two, and it went back to Arizona, and I was like, crap, here we go, man. 
But the road warriors, they were road warriors that entire freaking playoff. They didn't run. lose a game, right? On the uh, road. They didn't lose one game. They won 11 in a row. That's the first time that's ever happened, right? I mean, ever. Not, ever. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yep. That's just bonkers. <laughs> Actually, I think there was one other. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of something else. Thinking of something I think else. I think what you're thinking of, CJ, it was the – I think it was the one Yan- year. I think it might have been the Yankees, but it was like back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. It ran from like the previous postseason yeah, to the – It wasn't the same postseason. Yeah, it wasn't all in one postseason. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I, never mind because that's something different. Yeah, gotcha. it's, it's, yep. it's, it's still awesome, but yeah. yeah. But not one postseason, so uh, right. it's just 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 wild. All right, so I gave Corey hell about losing uh, every time he's gone to a, <laughs> to an important series. So Tyler, what do you have for Corey? Oh, I can think of a few things, but I'll I'll bring up one in particular. Is uh, when we were at college at Texas Tech, uh, my apartment was right across the street from the Texas Tech football stadium, which they call the Jones, is known as Jones and. Stadium, yeah. You know, being in college, you know, we enjoyed our beer back in the day. And we had probably a few too many. And they come up with a wild hair in their ass. They come up with this fucking broad idea to freaking go over across the street to Jones ATD. And I don't even know why they walked over there. But according to their freaking thing, the gate was open at night to, uh, to the stadium. So him and a buddy of ours named Stefan, which is CJ, you know, and I guess they walked through this gate and it wouldn't be the first time that I've gone in this place that I wasn't supposed to with stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> walked in and they were, it was under construction at the time. They're just building it and, and adding on the a big building that, you know, goes around the stadium. And yeah, we, we were able to just walk right on in and uh, go check out the place and look at what uh-huh. was construction. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a good old time. Yeah. And then I start, then I start wondering, I'm like, where the hell do these dudes go? Are they in jail and shit? So I think I called Corey. If, I, if you recall, did I call you or something? I'm like, where the hell y'all at? I think so. And then, yeah, then he's like, oh, we better get back. And Corey's and, like, yeah. Corey's like, I can't talk. My hands are full or something. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And I was like, he's like, I'll be in your apartment in a few. So these dudes walk into my, my front door is always, was always unlocked. These dudes walk in and they have tubs, bro. Of freaking ketchup, mustard freaking paper towels, napkins, all this shit from the concession stand. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, dude, I ain't got to ever worry about They're like, I ain't ever got to worry about buying mustard or ketchup again. I'm like, where the fuck did y'all get this? Corey's like, it broke into the concession stand. I was like, oh, dear God, Corey. No, it's just sitting out, man. We didn't oh, it's just sitting out. I guess it was just, it sitting, just out. sitting out. Yeah. Okay, did y'all break in or was it just easily accessible? No. I mean, everything was that was all under construction, right? So, I mean, there was just a table with with some condiments, and yeah, I guarantee it. All I guarantee it, CJ. Those construction workers showed up the very next day, probably making hot dogs and saying, "Where the fuck is the ketchup?" And yeah, the all of it. We left. We didn't take all of it. We left some, but uh, yeah, we. That was a free for all, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we had basically CJ for the the whole year. We had ketchup. We were good on ketchup and mustard, and and napkins. I would imagine so. I would imagine. Yeah. So, hey, in college, anybody <laughs> counts, yep. man. Anybody oh, yeah. counts. So uh, I'll I'll have one more here, and then I'll let, turn it over to Corey to start making fun of us. Well, this one kind of <laughs> makes fun of me. I remember I had just gotten back from basic training in the Air Force <laughs> and decide on my leave, I'm going to go to Lubbock uh, and hang out with the – Corey, Jared, Stefan, and <laughs> yep. Wes, and Tyler, and it was around the 4th of July. So, 
we get the bright idea after obviously a few beers. <laughs> a lot of beer pong. <laughs> a lot of beer pong was played, and we decided to start shooting off fireworks, and then decided to start shooting them off at each other. <laughs> and <laughs> so we started having some Roman candle wars, and I'm going to ask Corey why he was such an ass because <laughs> it was it was three people only. We didn't want we didn't want anybody getting hurt, which obviously went the hell out the window here. Right. But yep. yeah, so we we three people only were allowed to, to do it, and it was Jared and Corey and me. Yep. Jared comes at me, and then Corey turns and he starts coming at me too. So I've got Roman candles flying and hitting me in the chest, and all, you know, and so I just turn around and I start running and you can see in the, there's video of this. Oh, Jared, video. Has it. Jared has it and you can oh, see yeah. me running and seeing my Roman candle going, poof, 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 going off, every, you know, while I'm running down the street and this guy, Corey lands one and it grazes my neck, right? You see it graze my neck. Well, a piece of it broke off into my collar. And then started going off. Yep. And left me third degree burns on my neck. It was about, what would you say, Corey, about that big? About that? It was a pretty massive injury. Yeah. <laughs> third yeah. degree. Burned his shirt and everything. Yep. Shirt was cooked. Yeah. Everything. So, Corey, why the hell did you decide to turn and come at me like that? Man. Bro, I had just because- gotten out of the out of basic training. <laughs> In the heat of the moment, when you got Roman candles coming by you, you just, go with whatever the flow is and man yeah it was a luckier in your case unlucky shot that you know landed um but yeah we uh we did some stupid stuff back in the day and yeah we won't blame the beer or anything on that will we oh not at all no there was probably not much beer consumed at that point no just bad decisions <laughs> non-alcohol influence i think we i'm pretty sure recalling back on i think we've been drinking all fucking day. I think that was yeah you're day. probably right yeah it was yep. it was we'd tap into yep. that keg actually it was about it was that morning, like eleven o'clock that morning. We had a keg. That's how usually our weekends started yeah. off, CJ, in, in college. Yeah, it's Corey would call Corey would call or something, and they needed beer, and I had a fake ID, and I'd run out to the strip, and Corey would run with me or something, and I'd go get the beer, and freaking Jared and all them would give us money and yeah. load up, and then right when we got back, we were freaking drinking. I didn't care if it was nine o'clock in the morning or ten o'clock in the morning, and then next thing you know, it's four o'clock in the damn morning. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, yep. We lived out of the strip sometimes. I mean, just going. We back. basically did, Corey. Uh, and, and now it's no longer Dry County, right? So, uh, right. Yeah, that could have been so much easier because y'all had a convenience store at that place that was relatively yeah. close that it could have just been like, eh. yeah, you want to know something that sucks the most about that? The year I left Lubbock was the year it became wet. <laughs> right. Same thing happened in Canyon. Oh, Same yeah. thing happened in Canyon. Wow. Uh, of course, I'd, I was eligible to drink. I mean, I just got out of the Air Force. I didn't know Canyon was dry back then. Oh, it was dry. You could only get it at uh, Buffalo's, the the little bar there. And that was it. You had to go to Eskimo Hut in mm-hmm. Canyon yeah. Amarillo to get alcohol. Yeah. And then once I graduate from college again, I'm 29 years old, out of the Air Force, and moved to Hereford, of all places, to be their sports editor – Canyon goes wet the next year. I'm like, <laughs> could have saved so much gas. Right. <laughs> but yeah. No anyway, uh, yeah that 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 was not fun. Um, you're an ass. Uh, you I, <laughs> yeah. You, you can apologies. You, yeah, but that did start really yeah, bad. It was a. It was a. <laughs> it's funny to laugh about now, but then I was freaking out because sure. I had 
third degree burns and I had to go report to Fort my first duty station at Fort Bragg with third degree burns from a Roman candle. I'm having the whole drive over there. It took me three days to get there because they gave me three travel days. So I took them, you know, drove eight hours a day, stopped. And so the whole three days I'm listening to music, but I can't get out of my head. What the hell am I going to come up with to say about these burns on my neck? That's exactly what I was just about to ask you. How are you going to explain that shit to Well, (laughs) so I decided to be – this is the smartest thing I could do. And I don't remember what story I came up with because I didn't have to tell it. So I don't remember exactly what it was. But instead of everybody's wearing their BDUs, everyone's wearing the normal you know, fatigues, and I'm walking around doing in-processing, and I'm in my dress blues because it's got a collar, (laughs) you know, for the collar. And I'm looking sharp, dude. I'm in my dress blues, and – that collar's covering up that patch that I had all over my neck. And so uh, one of our, our neighbors gave my gave me a, a little jar of this this cream. She said, here, you know, take this. And in about a week, you, it'll be gone. And she goes, it might not even lead a scar. It did, Corey. Now, I've got Corey. I've got Corey right here. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Permanent marker. And I just patch it and wash around it. Anyway, but uh. So, so I had that on there and sure enough, I mean, a week later it was gone. And, but for a week I had to walk around in my dress blues just so, cause I did, all I do was in process. I didn't have to work or nothing in processing uh, is a pain in and out processing at a, any military base is a pain in the ass. Is it? You, yes. When you out process, it takes like a month. Oh shit. I mean, yeah, it, it's for, forever. When you in process, especially when you're not coming from another base, it mm. took, you know, about 10 days but yeah so i got lucky because <laughs> i didn't have to tell them yeah uh roman candle wars what yeah what am i going to tell them i was <laughs> i was curling my hair or uh you know considering you yeah. probably had considering you probably had no hair that went no yeah i mean i did at that point i did um nice. my hair kind of looked like kind of looked like Corey's, but i had had a little more military cut but yeah i couldn't i mean what was i gonna say so i just i just did that i just wore my dress blues man Covered nice. it up with my collar. It hurt like hell all day long. It was and whenever it started scabbing, it got so stiff that where I could I could just mm. I'm like a robot turning. <laughs> Roboto and shit. Uh, Corey, what do you got for yeah. us? What do you got on us? Man, uh, I guess with Tyler, we'll go to the World Series a little bit, uh, which I assume you knew. Oh, tell go me, to. tell me about this. Is this the burrito? The burritos. Huh? Burrito. No, me putting the food in the safe. No, this is a different. This is a this is a different one, CJ. <laughs> Tyler's got a couple. I got to hear that one. But uh, no, this one is uh, after the game. Uh, yeah, we've had a, a few drinks and um, a few, a few, say the least. Uh, and we had to Uber to get to our <clears throat> hotel, right? But the place that you had to go to get the Uber pickup was like freaking a mile and a half away. So we had to walk our ass you know, super far to get to the Uber pickups zone. Right. And Tyler was fine at first. And I could tell he was, you know, a little tipsy. And then he just kept getting worse and worse. And like, <laughs> you know, he had that leg issue uh, with the surgery and everything and uh, just oh, trying to help yeah. him up. And he fell down at one point and we were walking by a cop and the cop looked at me. He's like, is he good? I'm like, yeah, I got him. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> he had to take a leak right when we got to, you know, this middle of nowhere spot where the Uber would take oh. us up. And there was nowhere to go, dude. And he's like, I, I'm just going to go over the, on this tree. I'm like, dude, there's a cop, you know, right there. You're going to get a UP urinating in public. Yeah. And yeah, he luckily was able to hold it. But man, yeah, it was, it was good times. 
Yeah, I was like, shit, dude, because I had to piss so freaking bad. I should have done it. But the bathrooms were so long. The lines at the stadium were so long. Dude, they were. I was yeah. like, I should have gone before we left the damn stadium. And, yeah, like Corey said, I left, and I was like, yeah, I, was, I wasn't even disappointed that they got beat. I wanted them to win, of course, but just having the experience. But the shit, I guess the whole day just kind of caught up on my ass. And Yeah, it's like, boom, you were fine, and then, Yeah, like, I was fine, and then, boom, man, next thing you know, I'm fucking – I'm out of there. It makes for Which a it happens to the best it is because I mean, yeah, like like we all talked about. I mean, y'all did the whole thing. Y'all did the Texas live parties before that. Y'all oh yeah, Budweiser well, the course, game didn't start till Tyler said. Do you thought was definitely fake? <laughs> and Tyler came back in and was like, "Dude, it is for real. Yeah. It is real. It's popping there. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool environment to be around for sure. Yeah, because what we got there at Texas live at what time, Corey? Dude, I don't probably know. around maybe around eleven thirty noon. Sounds about right. Yeah. We get yeah. there around 1130. The game didn't start till seven. So we get there and we start instantly drinking. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I think I even had a beer before we left. I think I had a beer at the hotel before we even got the Uber to get yeah. to Texas Life. And we get there and that place was badass, bro. That's what I'm telling you. When we go to a game, I'm going to have to take you there. I mean, it's right outside the stadium. <laughs> but we had a good time there. And then we finally just started kind of just walking around, you know, the stadium because Shit, before like probably around 3 30, 4 o'clock, that shit was filling up quick. Yeah. And they had a live, they had live DJs out there. They had it's just it was freaking bad dude. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure at the end of the day, after the game was over, especially with the emotions of, oh, of yeah. being at the World Series, and it wasn't like that was a it was still a close game, but I mean we no, it wasn't. We got, yeah, it was we got, nine we got, to one. Well, <laughs> it was a close game for a little while. <laughs> True, yeah. First five the minutes. only run we got to see was Mitch Garver's home run. Mitch Garver's yeah. home run, yeah. Uh, and that so, came right down the line where we were at. I mean, it yeah. came right down the left field line, but that's the only run we got to see through the whole thing. But yep. we got to see some I mean, there's a lot of cool things they do for the World Series that they don't show on TV. You know, you have to be there in person to to experience it. And I was like you know, it's like I said, it might be the last time it ever happens, but, you know, th- luckily for me and Corey, you know, we got to do something off our bucket list that, and we got to go to the, to the World Series, our only World Series that we've been to the year they won the World Series. Right. Yeah. It's a good That's, time to go, even though they lost that game. Yeah. Yep. It's something that you can always, I mean, right now it's a once in a lifetime deal because you never know. Yeah. And then speaking of there, I got one more funny story about that freaking being at the World Series. Because I brought y'all all back gear, CJ and uh, Ben. Uh, Corey, you want to kind of go through that, how we got up to the line so fast at the fan shop? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler is a master at uh, uh, improvising. We were wearing these stupid helmets, right? And so everywhere we looked left and right, people were taking our picture. Pictures everywhere. Cards, right? And it, it felt like we were like local celebrities, not going to lie. But <laughs> Yeah, Tyler. Uh, Tyler saw opportunity, didn't he? He saw an opportunity, and, and give him credit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Hold on, watch this." And the, the line was super long, dude. It was stretched out like way down the, you know, uh, the facility. And Tyler, I guarantee like, hey, you, you would have missed at least four innings waiting in that line, CJ. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, he goes pretty much all the way up to the front, starts hamming it up with some guy. And just, we just slip right on in, man. And uh, yeah, we, we start shopping and yeah, we're in you know, and out. Tell them the story about the person. Tell them about the people behind us, what they said. Oh, uh, yeah. The people behind us, uh, I, I could hear them because Tyler was in front of me talking to some guy that, you know, let us in line. And uh, the, the people behind us, I could hear them getting irate and pissed off. We're like, what the hell are these guys doing? And but yeah, we didn't, we didn't turn around or anything. 
acknowledge him. But just did it, did your thing and got away, huh? Yeah. Well, Corey, Corey can't give me shit about that though, CJ. So we get there before the game. We get in there probably a couple hours before the game started. Corey's like, man, I, I went to the ALCS. I know how we can get to the pro shop quick. And I'm like, so <laughs> tell the story, Corey, tell the story, Corey, again about how freaking good you're. Uh, what happened? Where were we? Where were we when we came out of the elevator? Oh man! So yeah, we uh, since we had those helmets on, we we went in the elevator, and there were all these people with press badges and and you know other types of on field access and everything. And well, we we just sneak on sneak on in and get in the elevator and go all the way down you know down and in, into the interior right in i kept on fucking pushing Corey in the back and Corey's just like yeah, we, laughing we, like he's we, like we looking at each other like oh shoot dude like this is awesome nobody <laughs> told us anything we got all the way down there we could see you know on the field and who was it that was warming up uh no he was freaking uh garcia yeah it was a dolly okay uh, garcia yeah he was right at us he was in a dugout he looked right at us one of the uh, ushers is like, "Hey, where's your, you know, pass?" And we're like, "Oh, we don't have one. We don't know what's going on. We don't know where we are." We took the wrong <laughs> well, he turn. said, "Hey, he said, how did y'all get down here?" And <laughs> I was like, "We just took the elevator." And he yeah. was like, "He was like, you have to have a pass to get down here." And I was like, "Shit!" And then Corey, I was like, "Corey, dude, I'm not missing the fucking game, dude." <laughs> Corey's like, "Dude, let's take some pictures while we're down here." And I'm like, "Oh, oh dear dude. God!" Yeah, I was sitting there taking pictures. There's a lady that He's caught taking a ball pictures and warm up. Shit. <laughs> it was a freaking cool experience, man. Hell yeah. It, it was freaking cool, but I didn't, was, I was like, dude, I'm not missing the damn World it Series, Corey. It would have been hilarious if y'all got thrown out before. The no, game. it would not have been. <laughs> it would for no. me. <laughs> we found a good little spot. I mean, we, we had standing only, right? So you just got to walk around walk and find around. a spot behind all, behind all the seats. Well, we found this usher guy that was what? What was his uh, name? Ask the third. Oh, I'd have to look it up. I, uh, I think I sent him a text. So I'll have to look it up. Because he wanted the pictures of us um, and him. He's such a cool dude. He's an older man, CJ. He's a badass dude. There was a big old beam that we could rest our backs on. And, dude, we had fantastic view for, you know. We were right there down on the freaking left field. Yeah. Like in between the pole and the third baseline. Freaking awesome. Foul balls were hit our way. We got on the jumbotron. Like, it was a pretty cool experience, man. Yeah, we were on the jumbotron. We got to do some fun shit. I mean, it was fast. So the trip went by real fast. It did. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah, glad we flew, though. Usually yeah. do. Yeah. And then we get back, back to Amarillo, and it's like freaking freezing his balls off, dude. It was so Tyler fucking cold. Brings, Tyler comes straight over here <laughs> with his with the stuff that he got for me from the stadium, and yeah. he's so tired. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, it's freaking cold. It pretty much like here, take your shit. We're going. I'm getting back in the truck. I'm freezing. I'm right. tired. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah right. I'm, 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 to recover from for sure. Yeah, yeah, because I brought you a baseball and a rally towel. Baseball's right nice. there. The rally towel. I'm still still waiting on the portrait, uh, the the frame, or nice. wait, waiting to decide what type of frame I'm going to get. But I know where it's going. I'm thinking about buying one of those uh, replica, those mini World Series trophies. There you go. I don't know how much they are, or like what the quality is about them. I'd have to look that up, but that'd be cool. Heck yeah. All right. Well, with that, we had some fun stories, fun World Series stories for the World Series champion Texas Rangers. It's still funny to, to just, it just still feels so good. It it's feels never sweet. Sweet when it comes off the lips. <laughs> it is. 
Yeah. All right. Thank you, Corey, for, for joining us. And thanks for thanks for the stories. Yeah, um, it, we're, we're always full of stories here on the Ranger Report. We got plenty of especially when we start bringing, you know, family and friends. In here. <laughs> full of stories or full of shit. One of the two or both. Or both. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with both. All right. Thanks for listening. Y'all with for that. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.